Previously on the Z1 Podcast. I read somewhere once that behind death and divorce, moving house was the third most stressful thing you'll ever do. Well, I for one am looking forward to it. That's my Edna, your mother Z. Trapped. Aaron, Jesus, Aaron. If you can hear me, lock yourself in the van until it's safe. Zombieland Rule 17, don't be a hero. I need you. We, we need you. Warning, this is a work of fiction. Everything you're about to hear has been fabricated, including character opinions, and all events that follow should be considered as entirely imaginary. Even the pets aren't real. The town of Farringdon does exist, however, and it's actually quite nice. So go visit if you want. Not sponsored by the Farringdon Tourist Board. Fun in Farringdon is not guaranteed. strange about seeing your vetted, offensive, nauseating face around here. Oh, you were doing so well up until that last bit. I don't know why I'm doing this eulogy. She was your girlfriend. Uh, Edna wasn't my girlfriend. I just didn't want her to die again. Well, she definitely wanted you dead. She was never interested in what I was doing. But I spared her every time. Well... Up until that last time. When are you going to wake up and smell the Zeds? Look, I know you liked all the zombie films. Uh, uh, uh. Well, apart from the ones with them having superhuman strength. And? And the ones where they talk. And? And run. You may continue. I know you like playing the zombie video games. I know you like collecting the t-shirts and the pogs and doing the dot to dots. (laughs) Those were awesome. But you've got to stop keeping them alive just because you've got some weird fascination about old voodoo and, frankly, rubbish tie-in movies. How dare you! I'll remind you that I've sat through many hours at you gawping at reruns of DIY SOS. Yeah, but Nick Knowles isn't going to turn up with a team of cheeky chappy builders and bludgeon me to death with a spirit level and soppy stories. You know, you got lucky this time. You should be taking it as a warning sign. I am. That's why I'm burying Edna here in our garden, as a constant reminder. And I do smell the Zeds. In fact, look, some of her cerebral fluid went up my nose when I spiked her. I can smell fuck all else. Now, can we just get on and finish this? Okay, but you do the speech. I can't do it without getting angry. But I don't have any emotional range. Just speak words. Oh, Edna. I liked you better when you were a zombie. Um, is that fair, do you think? No, is that it? But I didn't really know her when she was Edna the Human. Um, Edna, uh, you had very productive salivary glands. Well, that's not something you hear at every funeral. I'm not kidding. She was right in my face. She was like Pavlov's dog. 
Aaron. All right. Um, Edna, uh, you were very um, determined. I'll give you that. Oh, you nearly got me, didn't you, you cheeky mare? Can you just say something normal? Oh, God. Edna, you were the only zombie we buried, so you should be honoured. And although this probably isn't the place you would have chosen, I hope your soul is where you want it to be. Better? Better. Now you can tell me about your amazing and daring escape. And then I noticed the one with the baggy t-shirt tried to slope away and I shouted to him, where do you think you're going shithouse? Come back here you. So then I grabbed the baggy t-shirt guy and I lifted that shirt of his, whoa, tied it up around his forehead like a tennis star's headband whoa, ha, and I squeezed it until it crushed his skull into his brain. <laughs> Game, set and match. Wow. Then it was just me and the boss lady, Edna. Finally, mono eats mono. Only one of us was coming out alive. I knew it. She knew it too. She hissed. She growled. She salivated, obviously. Yeah, all right, I get it. You don't have to do the sound effects. Just trying to paint you a picture. Anyway, I beckoned her in. Like, what you got, girl? Turned out not very much. She shuffled towards me, arms flailing, reached out for a bite and got a mouthful of letter opener. Zombie face fluid everywhere. She slumped to the ground. Life extinguished. Was that the point where you started singing, I like me now? What? You heard that? Yeah, she was holding on to the talkie-walkie the whole time. Although the signal kept dropping out, I'm pretty sure all I heard was a lot of girly screaming and retreating footsteps. Oh yeah, the, those were those were totally the zombies. Yeah, right. It certainly didn't sound as theatrical as you've just explained it. Why don't you start with how they surrounded you? And no amateur dramatics, please. You're impressing no one. Oh, that I can do. So, I was in the back of the van shifting boxes of our stuff, yeah? When sodding green sleeves started up, didn't it? And I don't know where they all crawled from, but by the time the music had stopped, they were climbing over each other to get in. Why didn't you get to the front and get out the door? I'm getting to that. I started throwing boxes at them and it knocked them back a bit, but they just kept on coming. Then there was a weird crunch and the van floor fell through. It did what? Straight up. I don't know if it was because the van's old or because they hit a speed bump in the road on the way up there or because of all the weight and the... How fast were you going when you hit that bump? Um, <coughs> 60. <coughs> Say again? Because that sounded like you said you were going 60 miles an hour on a road with speed bumps. In a van that's so old, there was a magazine article of an up-and-coming Margaret Thatcher in the glove box. <sighs> All right. Sorry, constable. As it turns out, it did me a massive favour. The Zeds fell straight through the floor panels, and that allowed me enough time to move to the front and escape. Then how did Edna get hold of your talkie-walkie? It must have fell out my pocket as I scrambled to the front. So, how many Zeds did you actually kill? Oh, all of them. But I had the distinct advantage that they were all trapped in a hole. Do you think it's cheating? Boring? Yes. Cheating? Nah. Did you get hurt at all? Well, now you ask. I've got a bit of a bad back from digging Edna's grave. I meant any scratches or wounds, you numpty. Something serious. I think I'll be having some back pains of my own soon. Look, I'm just glad you made it. Really, you don't know how glad. Aww. I'm still annoyed at you, though. Oh, 
Well, that sentiment didn't last long. Wrecking the van? You've only been driving for five minutes and already you're a road rager. If I didn't hit that speed bump so hard, then maybe I wouldn't have got out of the van alive. And I know I probably worried you and I'm sorry, but I'm fine, you're fine, Hendrix and Mimo are both fine. I'm pregnant. Okay. I did not see that coming. Uh. Oh, uh, what I meant to say was... Yay! Oh, pregnant, eh? How? I I mean, how did you find out? Well, I've had an inkling for a while, and so I took a test and it came back positive. Then I took another, just to make sure, and another after that. Did you really have no idea? Didn't really cross my mind. You know what our luck has been like when it comes to conceiving. What about when I was spending my mornings outside on the lavatory? I figured you had the shits. Well, sometimes, yeah, but mostly I was thrown up. Oh, you could have told me. I didn't want to worry you. You would have just assumed I was ill. Look, are you okay with this? Am I okay? Well, you know I love you, but let's be honest, you've always gone through life with an attitude of acceptance, like... Oh, well, I guess we're having a baby now. I need to know that you're okay with us being pregnant. Yes, uh, I'm more than okay. I'm I'm happy. Happy? (laughs) Yeah, I'm happy. Despite all that's going on? Well, the irony hasn't escaped me that all the years we spent trying to have kids, thinking there was something wrong with us, going for checkups and changing our lifestyles and being precise about our sexy time when all it really took was the complete annihilation of society for God to turn around and say, hey, you two, you can be parents now. We're not there yet. We have been here before. That's a fair point. Does that worry you? Everything worries me. We can deal with it. Can we? Let's say we get to full term. What about complications? What about placental abruption? Cord prolapse? Eclampsia? Uterine rupture? Why do all these things sound like heavy metal bands? Uterine rupture? I swear I have one of their albums. We need help. If not from actual people, we need to get ourselves ready. In a few months' time, you're going to need to go from being my sidekick to dealing with my inside kicks. I'm your sidekick? We need to hit up the library. Oh, no, no, Katie, no. There has to be another way. No argument, sidekick. We're doing it. talking about a library. That building is the most dangerous place in Farringdon. It's got a shutter door covering up double doors of smash-proof glass and then another set of doors just past them. We have a crowbar, you just have to be quiet, that's all. 
named after that famous quiet bird, of course. Kaka! Kaka! I got it. What's this? Let's call it a shopping list. This is the weirdest thing we've ever done.